Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Decaf. This is not Taylor with the cold. This is actually <laughs> Justin. And I'm joined by Stephanie. This is the first time we've gotten to take over the podcast in maybe a year. Over a year, because I think the last time I was pregnant with Molly and she's about to be a year old. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. well, we occasionally get to be guests on the show, but only when Taylor's at the beach and Mark is, who knows, I guess still in Vegas. Although, uh, by the way, Mark, he got into money in the World Series yes. this week, which is really cool. That was so exciting. He kept texting me like, I'm in the top whatever. I'm in the next round. And I was like, holy crap, he's going to like be on TV soon in the World Series of Poker. That's really cool. Well, happy for him. Happy for Taylor to be on at the beach. Both need a, a much deserved vacation. And then we get to host the show and make it even better because well, we, we, know, we know that people love us more than they love them. Yeah, we always improve the ratings, so... That's right. You always get that spike. <laughs> so let's start with some national news that just broke this week. Some really big news out of the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, yet again, the Supreme Court has ruled that school choice is constitutional. Uh, there was a main case where the, the question was, is it a violation of church and state to allow parents to take a portion of the money we spend on their kid and send their kid to a private school of their choice? In various ways, the Supreme Court has ruled on this multiple times and consistently comes down on the side of school choice is constitutional, and they did it again this week. Yes, I was very happy to see that, and it's a win for, for students and children more than anything, but also parents and their ability to choose what the best educational path is for their child. We need more choice these days, we do. so it's great. You know, despite the left always running to the courts, trying to get these programs struck down, more and more states are passing them and more and more courts are upholding them, including our own Supreme Court right here in Tennessee. So um, you might recall that in 2019, we got a school choice program passed that the governor proposed to give kids in Memphis and Nashville more options. Uh, again, those on the left, the local governments, ACLU and others sued and challenged uh, that that program and we joined the case on behalf of parents because we really wanted to tell that perspective uh, to the courts and took it all the way up to the Tennessee Supreme Court. And just a couple of weeks ago, we won as well. So yet another case um, affirming that these programs are constitutional. Yeah, and I think what the, the courts are saying is that this really should be left up to those that are making the laws. And if they're allowing for tax dollars to go for that purpose and parents are choosing that option, the, the taxpayers themselves um, for their kids, that, that that isn't a viable option for them. And that is a legal option for them. And we are so excited that this is happening in Tennessee as well, because all it means is that we're that much closer to allowing parents that are in have children in failing schools to, uh, to have different options. And, and there's nothing better than having multiple options on the table. It brings all of the, um, the groups up. And I think that the schools having more competition will also uh, show improvement in that type of environment. Yeah, I mean, studies show that school choice works for everybody, right? Even the kids who remain in public schools do better. And certainly those who, for whatever reason, may even be a good school, but that kid does not thrive in that environment. They need to be in a different one and it should be up to the parents. And there's just a huge tidal wave of choice. Unfortunately, we didn't really get to expand choice that much this year in our legislature. They did expand our 
special needs program to include dyslexia, which will help a lot more kids. Uh, but Very important. it's important that our legislature stepped up, and in particular our House. Our, our Senate has passed choice programs over and over, but it's every year it seems that we get stalled up in the House, and it's about time that they listen to parents' needs and start passing choice, start giving parents more options, not just in Memphis and Nashville, not just those with special needs, but ultimately every family across the state deserves these same options. Absolutely. And I think now more than ever, parents are more engaged with what's going on in the schools, in the classroom. They want to be involved in their children's education. They want to know um, that they're in the best environment that they can be in. And I never really understood when parents talked about, you know, each child learns differently. I was like, yeah, but we're all kind of learning in a similar way until I had kids. And then I've seen their personalities are completely different. Yeah. And how even when you're talking to them or disciplining them or working with them, like they take different approaches and that's totally fine. And that's, that's what makes people unique and great. But it also means that one size fits all education system is not going to work. Yep. And, and other states are realizing this and legislatures and governors in other states have made this a priority. Our governor has, but unfortunately the legislature um, is a bit of a lagging indicator on that. So it's about time they yeah. get with the program and start giving parents these options. Absolutely. So let's talk sports. So we're told we, we were told here are the topics you have to discuss because um, we haven't been on in a while, so we forget. But <laughs> let's talk a little bit of sports news that came out this week as well. So our former governor, uh, Bill Haslam, is buying the Nashville Predators. What do you think about that? I think it's great because it means that the Nashville Predators aren't going to go anywhere. Um, Governor, uh, former Governor Haslam is is a proud Tennessean, and I think that he will do everything in his power to make sure that the team thrives here in Tennessee. And so I was really excited to see the news. Um, and and as long as we don't have to talk sports in in golf right now, I'm I'm good because I've had the U.S. All, Open talk for Stephanie. All, yes, that's <laughs> what I have to hear all the time. So yes, I'm happy to talk about the Predators, and I'm happy that the governor uh, has has he officially purchased it? Has it gone through? It's like, I think a three-year process where he's okay. going to buy up a majority share uh, from the majority owner. So it, it's a bit of a process, but I think he's all in and ready to do this and join his brother. So his brother owns the Cleveland Browns. I would much rather, I know you're from Cleveland, but I would much <laughs> rather own the Predators than the Browns. Um, so I think that Governor Haslam got the, got the win of the family in the terms of, of sports teams ownership. What would what you Go ahead. What? Oh, as long as they don't ask for a taxpayer-funded stadium, I'm I'm all on board, and I think it's fantastic. Unfortunately, though, actually, to his credit, former Nashville Mayor Briley renegotiated a pretty good deal with the Preds to where they get to keep the tax revenue generated within Bridgestone Arena, so that the people who actually go to Preds games, who go to concerts there, go to other events there, pay for the maintenance of the arena rather than taxpayers from across the city, many of whom aren't hockey fans, or they can't afford to go to a, a concert or a hockey game there. And so they shouldn't yeah. have to be paying for it. So kudos to them. Let's keep it that way. Uh, unlike the Titans, who are going <laughs> to get more taxpayer money. Um, good for the Preds for, for having that type of structure. Um, what sports team would you buy? Like if you were a billionaire and you could buy any sports team in the world, uh, which, which one would you, which, which one would you go for? You know, I'm going to see something live. I'm a baseball 
fan. So I think it would be a baseball, a baseball team. That would be where, where I would spend my money. And if, and to be quite honest with you, I probably wouldn't buy any sports team. I'd probably buy like an Island if I was a billionaire and go. Yeah. That's fair. What about you? Um, well, baseball too. I'd buy the Braves. I'm a huge Braves fan. You would probably have said the Indians, but not the Guardians, right? So for those who don't know, Stephanie's a Cleveland Indians fan, but that yeah. became not PC. So now they're the Cleveland Guardians, which is apparently like a statue on a bridge. So essentially a pylon. So they could be the Cleveland pylons. And well, that would be a name. What was really funny about it is apparently they tried to create this like big story that had to do with Cleveland's history of the Guardians, which may in fact be true, uh, but nobody in Cleveland knew that these statues on this bridge were even there. Like it was not a thing in Cleveland. Nobody knew about it. It was not like a, a big deal. Um, but what I find is that, you know, my family across the political spectrum um, in Ohio and in Cleveland, they that still live up there, I asked them, I said, you know, are you happy with the name change? And and they said, well, everybody's still wearing all of their Indians gear. So everybody that goes to the games is still wearing all of their Cleveland Indians attire. Uh, well, that's a story for another day because you yeah. know that you can go on a long rant about PC <laughs> uh, and cancel culture. But um, going back to your question, I would buy the Braves. Though I'll, I would love to buy the, the Preds too, like Governor Haslam. It, it, the Preds are a really good franchise and have done an amazing job. I mean, Every time you go to a game, it's sold out. It's so exciting. It's fun. When they make deep playoff runs and when they were in the Stanley Cup finals, you had hundreds of thousands of people flocking downtown just to watch on big screen TVs out in the open. And so it's a really cool culture and it's a really great team. They've done an amazing job as a franchise. And yeah. kudos to Governor Haslam for getting the slice of it. Yeah, and they've also made it really easy to take kids to games. I feel like it's it's like, it's a super easy process. It's not a big deal. The kids have a great time. They have lots of activities for kids to do. The games are fun. Um, you know, the crowd makes it fun. So uh, kudos to, to Governor Haslam. We should go to a hockey game soon. Yeah. So I think we have time for about one more topic. Have you been watching Stranger Things? Oh, Let's yeah. Oh, yeah. Pop culture. What do you think well, about it? So this season is amazing. Um, what no spoilers, really by the way. We can't. No spoilers. Some people may not have watched the full, full half season, right? So we've got it's a volume <laughs> one of two. So this is a half season, and the other half is going to come maybe sometime this fall, I guess. Yeah, I was very confused at the season finale because I was like, "Well, it's not, it's not ended. So where's the next episode?" But then you, you didn't you know. Told me that it's right? a half I guess. You didn't know it was a half season. No, no. Huh. So it's it's been really good. It's cool to watch. Um, my my husband falls asleep um, about halfway through every episode that we watch, and so I've had to go back and watch like the last half again with him when we restart it back up the next night. Um, so I've probably watched it one and a half times, um, but it's it's very good. Um, it I think it's one of the best shows that they've made on TV recently. It's really good. And, you know, like, I love throwback shows anyway. Nostalgia, yeah. They did a really good job, um, like, really making you feel like you're back in the 80s. Yes. It's also a little scary this this year. Like, in the, I feel like the first season in particular was sort of that kind of hokey, scary movie yeah. that you expected. 
this time it's starting to like there's some pretty deep psychological stuff going on that's yep. really interesting yeah it's it's been really interesting I also I, this is not a spoiler but when they brought out the light bright in one of the episodes I was like oh my god I completely forgot that light brights existed and I, how long I, it takes to do a light bright <laughs> yeah because the pieces are really small and so you you know I, I always loved my light bright had all kinds of different little pattern things right so you put that little black oh yeah on it and it would tell you where to put the the pieces and the colors so that's a cool little thing but it's a g it's a genius toy now that i think about it because i'm like how long did it take us to sit there and put like each little peg in there and how you know it took it probably took hours you're you're a parent do kids have cool toys like that these days i feel like we had like the best <laughs> toys growing up yes we did um you know we've bought robert some of the old school toys but like you know the phone that had the dial-up thing on mm -hmm. it and it's it's got like a little face on it you can pick up the phone so he knows what a phone is like that which is different from most kids probably the only kid in america that understands what that is they've made them so safe now that like the cord on the phone you have to pick the whole thing up because they've shortened the cord so much that because it was a choking or a like a strangulation hazard so they've shortened it so you have to hold the whole entire phone up here to your head if you're going to use it um and then I was thinking about light brights. I was like, do they even sell those anymore? Because the pieces are so small. I don't know that they would, was that like a safety hazard or? Yeah, we live in a much more litigious society now. So I don't <laughs> yeah. know if we could have the same kind of toys like jacks and all the like sharp. I remember I had a tomahawk as a Marble. kid and it was a plastic yeah. tomahawk. It wasn't like a real one, but I hit like hit my eye with the pointy part of it. And I thought I went blind for a little bit. And so. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, we definitely had toys that could hurt you and I feel like we bubble wrap our kids these days. So yeah, a little yeah. different, but we did buy the little like Fisher price, uh, cash register. That's kind of cool, which that I don't even cool, think they yeah. have cash registers anymore, like in real life. So these, <laughs> it is funny. You've got these toys, like those throwback toys of when the actual thing that the toy is made from doesn't even exist anymore. Like the rotary phones cash registers there's all kinds of things that our kids would be like what what is this i've never seen <laughs> what is this for <laughs> so going back to shows um if you had like the men in black you know like erase your mind thing what show would you go back and watch so that you could like watch from scratch and not know not know what's going to happen the americans definitely Ooh, that's a good one America, yeah. what a great show so i was thinking dexter because i really yeah. like Dexter, and i don't know it's kind of weird to be like rooting for a serial killer but really well done show um the new blood series the second part was pretty good but not nearly as good as the original but yeah the america going back to like the nostalgia of the 80s mm -hmm. um the cold war era what a what an amazing show and the soundtrack to it's so good. was better than any that i can ever remember of any show or movie really yeah. if you haven't watched the americans i highly recommend like do it this weekend it's 105 degrees outside go go sit inside and watch the americans um, finish the podcast and go watch the americans yeah so dexter i you know i think i only watched the first season and then i never finished it i never went back and finished yeah. it um is it worth it to go back and I think so. I think it gets better. Um, 
I think it's just an amazing show. And it, you know, it's such a weird show because again, he's kind of the protagonist, but he's a, he's a you know, anti-hero in a way. And right. so it's a unique show and it's, I think it's brilliantly done. Um, I think the story arc gets really good. Not a huge fan of the ending, but not it's not as big of a bust as like the Game of Thrones ending. Oh God, that was terrible. Yeah. It was, they just phoned it in. This just went in a direction. It's like, eh, okay, decent. But the show itself is phenomenal. Definitely recommend it. But now that you mention it, it's not The Americans. I think The Americans is probably the best show that's ever been been done. Yeah, even the ending of that was like, like it was yeah. good, satisfying. And I don't we, like shows that don't like button up the, like if you're uh, going to do this entire series and have multiple seasons and then the last season you don't tie a bow on all of the things that you should tie a bow on it drives me insane and that's why game of thrones was so disappointing i agree with that completely the other thing about the americans too is like it was so intense at times that we would have to stop like we would want to watch the next episode yeah but you'd be like but we had to stop for like an hour before we went to bed so that our heart rate <laughs> would go down and like we could calm down so that we could actually go to sleep. Uh, not yeah. many shows do that. Mm-mm. No, it was it was great in that way. That's cool. Well, I think we're about out of time. This has been fun. Maybe we should um, pull our rank and take over the podcast more often. I think we should. Um, if you can do us a favor, make sure that you like and is it subscribe or we're also on iTunes, Apple iTunes. Um, just download decaf and, uh, and if we get more than Taylor and Marv, then they have to take us out to lunch. So, yeah, so I'm hungry. <laughs> Please, Please like and share. Lunch by sharing and liking the podcast and spreading the word to everybody else. We hope you've enjoyed it. We certainly have. And I guess it'll be another year or so before you get to hear from us together. Yeah. So, until then, have a great one. Bye.